And away we go! Welcome to Relatively Subjective again, you guys. We're the podcast where, we t- where we're relatives and we talk about subjective things. Yeah! Uh, about movies! Oh yeah! And today's episode, we've got a double feature. And Two not the movies. traditional double feature you're used to. If we both saw these movies. To all that. No, we've got dedicated listeners. Allie. We both watched these <laughs> movies instead of one watching one and the other watching the other. So we and have a lot to talk about. Yeah, so we got to get through this kind of quick so we won't be dedicating as much time as we usually do to each movie. But, you know, we'll make it short and sweet yeah. like our lives. 15, 20 minutes each movie sounds about right. All right. You will be the timekeeper. I, I am the timekeeper. You are the timekeeper. But first. But first. But first. What are you watching? Don't go nowhere. What have you been watching? What are you doing this with your life? God damn it! One. I don't know. Uh, but I have been watching. <laughs> uh, I to- I actually I talked about it last week. I wanted to start Russian Doll, and I finished it. <laughs> oh, okay. so when you set your mind to something, yeah. Um, it was actually pretty good. I was actually very impressed by it. Um, is there? Tell me if there's anything new in the whole Groundhog Day genre. Is there anything new in this? It's a show, right? In, yes. It's a show. So this this TV show. In, so in this iteration, <clears throat> which I very much enjoyed, uh, the main character whose name is Natasha Leone in real life, uh, and Nadia Vol- Volvokov in mm-hmm. the show. You know, that's not really important. Uh, of name, America Pie, of American Pie, and Orange Is the New Black. Fame. fame. Yes. Yes. Um, and she is a good actress. I think I like her. Yeah. I thought she's you know she's she's pretty good at holding her own. Um. So in the in the show, she's <clears throat> it's her thirty fourth birthday, I believe, and basically she's going through kind of like a midlife crisis. Um, and it's funny too because even in the show, her friends are just like, "But you're thirty four. Like, what do you mean midlife crisis?" And she's like, "I've drank enough alcohol. I smoke like a pack a day, and I've had various assortments of drugs throughout my entire life. I have the inside of a fifty year old man." Mm-hmm. So that was kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the show is a cool amalgamation of. Like going through a midlife crisis, something very depressing, but also this like very dark comedy kind of stuff, and then yeah. the supernatural of the recurring day happening. So I thought it was really interesting. The first couple episodes just focus on Nadia and her character and who she is and what she's doing and why she's or her trying to figure out why she's reliving the same day. Um, and it turns out that she is reliving so every time that uh she dies she goes back to her birthday party so it's her 30th birthday party and it's in her best friend's apartment and she's looking into the mirror of the, in her bathroom so like that's like her reset point like she'll, oh, always, she'll always go back to like the, the the sink is on and she'll look up and she sees herself in the mirror that's her re- that's her reset is it groundhog day rules she falls asleep she's back or she no, dies she, she's ha- back she has to die so there's a couple of times where she'll actually live out the rest of the day fall asleep and then wake up and she's still continuing her life and then something else will happen later that day where she'll die and she'll go back to her birthday can she live like the rest of her life and then die and then go back and to then the go bed. back or uh, is that accor- i mean according to these rules I, i'm assuming so she never gets that far okay she only like the furthest she ever gets is like two and a half days and mm. then she dies uh so it's funny because so one of the times where she gets longer in the day she goes to visit one of her friends in a different um, like high-rise apartment, whatever. And she goes to like one of the top floors and somebody else comes in and his name is Alan. His real name is Charlie Barnett, 
who I think is adorable. I think she's really cute and a really good character, I think. And the elevator wires snap and all the people in the elevator are just like, oh my God, I'm on the floor, whatever. And she, she turns to the guy and he's, she's just like, hey, like, aren't you worried about dying? And he's like, no, I've died a few times already. And then bam, they hit the floor and she resets. And then we get to see Alan's point of view. It turns out they're locked in a loop together. Anytime one of them dies, the other one dies and starts back where he resets, which is also in his bathroom, looking over his sink into a mirror. So you get this like understanding why and where she is in her life. And then halfway through the season, you get to understand where he is. And then they have to like rethink and and, like retrace their steps to the very first time they ever met to see why they are to like important linked to each other. So what I thought was really cool was that they're they're really kind of like the world around them really gets like bogged down in just like reiterations. So mm-hmm. what I liked about her character is that she's actually a video game programmer. Mm. So she speaks in kind of like this C++ like worldly view of the language. Like mm-hmm. in every iteration there's a bug in the code and we're the bug and we need to find out where we need to go back to so we can fix the iteration of that code. So that kind of was cool how she was just like, you know, applying everything and making it make sense to Alan. We live in the Matrix. Pretty much. Um, and so like she, she like one, in one of the first times that they, they meet, she's just like, go through your daily thing. Like, let me just be a fly on the wall about what you do. So we find out that it was the day that he was proposing to his girlfriend and the same day she was breaking up with him. Oh. So like he was reliving the worst day of his life. And she was reliving her birthday. Oh. So it was kind of like the opposite of like, you know, happiness and sadness. Uh-huh. So it was cool them coming together. So they keep going through the loop. And every time they go through the loop, something's different. So the first time it's her birthday. The second time, like people are missing. The third time, like her, her confidant, who was uh, her therapist, who like her adoptive mother, like turns on the stove and just like explodes. So like, you know, people are dying and stuff. And then even when people, when she dies, she gets a glimpse of what other people are seeing. So she thinks that if any time that she dies, other people are still living on just in a different universe, living with the fact that they're dead. So she has this like existential crisis about like how each time she reiterates, it's a different universe. It's not, it's not just resetting with everyone else. Everyone else has to live with the pain and mm-hmm. you just get to restart. So that comes, it comes into play with like the feeling of, you know, what it means to be happy and what it means to you know, uh, affect other people in certain ways. So it ends, which, I mean, if spoiler alert, <laughs> um, you know, whatever. Yeah. Fair, um, f- just fair warning. We're going to spoil whatever we talk about. Yeah. And that could be anything. Literally so everything. Um, maybe we should be better about that. Yeah. Russian doll. Russian if you want to watch it. I mean, I would still say watch it. And if you want to skip the next like minute of me explaining the end, go for it. But the, what happens at the end, which I think is really cool, is they finally reset one last time where so uh, Nadia is back at her birthday party and everyone's back so she's going through her night she you knows um, she was in the original timeline she like slept with this random guy but she doesn't do that anymore she goes straight to find Alan Alan does the same thing he goes straight to find Nadia and when they meet each other they get hit by a bus opposite the opposite versions of each other are the first iterations of that night and they have no idea what's going on with the other person. So when they meet, it's the Nadia that has lived through all of this is meeting Alan who's never been through all of this. He's the first iteration Alan. Oh. And then and the vice versa, Alan is meeting the Nadia who's never been through all of this. So they have to like convince 
the other one that they know themselves or know them that they're friends that they've been through this like 20 times so that they can save them finally from what killed them in the first place so the first time that nadia died she lost her cat so she was running across the street to catch the cat and you got hit by a car oh. so that's what alan has to save her from and then alan got dumped on the night he was going to propose so he killed himself he jumped off of a Whoa. building so nadia has to stop him from doing that so then once they do they kind of like reset everything and then they get they go into the park and like these this homeless guy the horse his name is he's just like a crazy homeless guy he he's throwing like this big parade or whatever and they just go, get lost into the parade and then they kind of like shuffle around people and then they meet and then it's each other again so they remember everything and that's how it ends and it was so good i loved how like the even the cinematography of the entire episode was half and half so you saw it from his and then her her perspective like on different sides of the screen so even wherever she was walking like the original iteration versus the like the one who knew everything it was halved and then once they meet in the middle with like the big parade it turned back into one full screen sounds like you have to see it it was really good cinematography i think all right uh but i, I liked it, the story i thought it was really cool i think it was really well done it was written really well it like i said it has to do with a lot like you know her mother was uh kind of schizophrenic and she like ran out on her and stuff so like she has to deal a lot with her family and then dealing with her own feelings and dealing with being a druggie and being an addict and all that kind of stuff uh, and then Alan has to deal with being, he's like super OCD about everything and he has to learn how to kind of like loosen up and, and take things as they are and he can't control every aspect of everybody's life. So he becomes more of a better person and she becomes more of a better person and they become a better person together. And the oh. best part about it is that it's not sexual at all. Like they don't ever, well, they have sex once, but like as, okay. as a thing, but like it's nothing's just shown explicitly. But um. It's, it's more just like you need to be a better person for everyone else's sake, but also for yours. Mm. So I thought it was really cool. I liked it. Sounds I, original. I enjoyed it. It was a cool new twist about, you know, around the starting your life over again trope that we've seen a couple times. Yeah. But, uh, but it was fleshed out and it felt cohesive and it felt complete. Like, I don't think they ever need a second season. I think this was just like a good one. A good off. story. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, I won't check that out since you just told me everything. Yeah. But same for all of you guys, I guess. <laughs> Unless you want to watch it and I've always, always wanted to. Do it. Uh, I guess you would recommend it to everyone, right? Uh, yeah, I would definitely cool. recommend it. I think it's a, it was a good, it was a good, it was a good, good. It was a good. I only, is that all you saw? Or have you watched more things? Uh, no, that's basically all I've been. That's, that was the last big thing I saw. All right. Uh, well, I watched I mean, besides these movies. Yeah, I finally watched The Big Short, which is a movie about the economic crisis of 2008 oh. with Brad Pitt, Steve Carell, Ryan Gosling, and Christian Bale. It was not what I expected. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a very dry drama about the economic crisis, and you know, it was nominated for a bunch of stuff, mm -hmm. and that's honestly why I, my yeah. mind went that way. But it was edited so weird like it was made for us like our generation to understand the economic yeah. crisis i don't know if you saw it I have not. but it's cut like almost a youtube video it got this great cast and they're all playing characters that live through the crisis like ryan gosling is like the slime ball real estate uh investor and steve carell's this boy scout guy and and uh 
they all live through the crisis, never meet, mm-hmm. or Steve Carell meets Ryan Gosling, but they're all telling like different sides of like the people the behind it and yeah. stuff. And they, they break the fourth wall and talk to you and explain oh, what this means, what that means. Like they leave it all on the table, very lame terms. Like, mm-hmm. so this is why the housing crisis happened. This person bet on this and that person made a bet on that bet. And that bet made a that that person made a bet on that bet, betting on that bet, and that just happened over and over again until there was no real money and everything collapsed. And it was just entertaining. Like all these characters were super engaging, and it was educational. <laughs> it was just not what I expected. <laughs> yeah. I expected it to be educational, but like you were, ha- you had to sit down and prepare like more yourself. Documentary style. Yeah. Well, no, I I, I thought it was going to be more. Of a movie about a president or, you know, like one of these like character pieces like Vice or something where they're just taking you through it. Mm -hmm. But it was more Wolf of Wall Street than it was that, you know, and it was fun to watch. I I had much more fun than I thought I was going to. Um, And I would recommend it if you don't know how how that, (laughs) that happened in 2008. Give it a watch. It's a very entertaining way to yeah. educate yourself. I would, yeah, even if you don't care, I feel like that's still something kind of important to yeah, understand. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> You know, how the world works. Yeah, and, shit. and I'm, I'm sure it's not 100% accurate. I'm sure economists I'm watch sure, yeah, it and took, they're just they, like, I'm wow, sure they, they, they took, totally downplayed everything. But it was still, like, I feel like I have a better understanding yeah. of it than I did before I watched yeah. it. So, And it came out in 2008? I don't think so. I think it might it might have come out like what was it, the, 2000, the big short. The big short, yeah. That was it. Didn't come out too long ago. Oh, 2015. 2015, yeah. Um, but yeah, it, I'd give it a watch if you haven't. I, it took me this long to watch it, and it's I kind of regret years. it. I, yeah, I know, but it's been four years. You know, yeah. That's a whole four years. Four year old ago. <laughs> I don't have kids. Yeah. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> That's a whole Zachary ago. Yeah. Holy sh- shoot. He's not we listening. We don't it's curse <laughs> on this show because he's listening. Um, but that's all I've watched. I didn't get to really watch anything because of adult responsibilities. Yeah. But Who wants those? I want to talk about a... Let's segue into the trailers yes, by okay. me t- bringing up this trailer that I didn't see before any of the movies. The Joker trailer. Yes. What did you think? So... I couldn't stay away from all the memes. They were literally everywhere. Were you trying to avoid the trailer? No. Oh, no, I, okay. I, I, when, I, when I saw the trailer was out, I didn't watch it just because I didn't want to watch it. But then it obviously just showed up everywhere. So I was just like, might as well. Whatever. Let's mm-hmm. just watch it. And then you posted it on Relatively Subjective Facebook page. Which, which is where everyone like. else saw it, right? Yeah. Am I right? So, cool. So then I just, I just had to watch it. And I watched it. And I don't oh. know. Oh, no. But... I mean, the trailer itself as its own trailer, I think was super interesting. Yeah. Just the way that it was cut and just like the themes that they were going through was like the really music. cool. Yeah. I thought it was really interesting. Um, in larger terms, though, I have absolutely no idea where this is supposed to land in the universe that they're creating. So it's just like, huh, what? Yeah. But if it's even if it's a standalone movie where it's not even supposed to feed into any other universe, yeah. I think it'll still be good. From what we've gotten from the trailer, it looks super dark super gritty but super real yeah and not like the cartoonish super dark super gritty that we got in batman and 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 superman like this looks like i I mean one of the memes that i saw was you know all the different iterations of the joker and like 
their po- like like the poison that like killed them or it was uh-huh. like LSD cocaine you know speed crack whatever uh-huh. and then his was a nine to five 40 hours a week and yeah. I was just like society is <laughs> yeah. doing this and society. and it felt real it felt like that's exactly what would happen yeah um was that I'm, me or you that was I think that was my iPad I don't know why oh, okay. I did that I'm so sorry I I, I, I should have shut it <laughs> off before we started um Dude, George has got an iPad. Oh, I have an so iPad. Fancy. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs> so this, I, I'm not so sure about where they're going with it universe-wise yeah. either because Super Joaquin tricky. Phoenix said no to Doctor Strange. He was the first pick before Benedict Cumberbatch. Wow. He turned that down. He so <laughs> maybe, well, I, that would have been sick also. Yeah. But I, I don't know if that means he's not for franchises yeah. and wouldn't want to. But if he is, my hopes is that this movie is amazing and we build off of it and create the DC universe we all deserve from here. We'll talk about, I'll I'll mention it again when we're talking about Shazam and and the universe as a whole. But this trailer has me so intrigued and so just curious. It's good, yeah. It's it's scary because it's humanizing the joke. The worst one, person one the ever most, created. Yeah. You know? The most maniacal evil he's, sons of bitches he's ever created. Crazy. Yeah. He's gonna murder people. He's gonna torture people. He's going to But this is how he starts. slaughter people. Yeah. But he's painted as this tortured guy who's I guess who's taking care of, of his mother. Yeah. Who's got a job as a sign twirler <laughs> and gets beat up on the street. And goes to an open mic, I guess. So I'm guessing the the first half of the movie is gonna be us following this tortured soul who's weird yeah. and is picked on and you want to feel he's, sorry he's for him. Be the but he's yeah. sort of like bringing it upon himself because he doesn't know how to act yeah. socially. So He'll like bomb on stage. He'll get beat up, dressed as a clown, twirling signs. Something's definitely gonna happen to his mom oh, that yeah. pushes She's him over the die. edge. <laughs> and he's already going to therapy, so yeah. you see that he's trying to get help. So I'm just like mind fucked by I how know. much I felt for the Joker. I know. And then because we don't see him do anything inherently evil in no, the trailer. No, and we, and we don't see him really do anything inherently Jokery either. No, because like the entire time I was watching it, I was just like where's the vat of chemicals and yeah. then i was like wait there isn't one yeah oh and and so. yeah i <laughs> i think that that's okay to leave behind especially when you're going this real this like dark night yeah. route and i've always been a fan of just crazy guy puts on paint because mm-hmm. he's crazy that works for me you don't have to be crazy and drop <laughs> and fall into a vat of chemicals Deblete maybe one day we'll then. get it but but this is fine for the yeah. moment like the the image that sticks with me most is him dancing down the stairs. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I was <laughs> just creepy. like, good God! <laughs> and you you feel I kind of feel like that's him being happy for killing someone. Or yeah, something. Like and he's, it's gonna be such something so dark and twisted. Yeah, you're gonna be like, that's the joke. Yeah, and listen, I was all against this. I was more for it when Joaquin Phoenix signed on, mm-hmm. but you're taking on the Joker's origin. You better do a good job. Oh, yeah. From this one trailer, it looks great. It, look, it looks we'll like they're, see, they're heading in the right direction. Yeah, we'll see what happens. We we'll will. see the next trailer. We'll see more the stuff movie. as it comes out. We'll see the movie for sure. Yeah. If it's good, several times. I'm, I'm okay, and I'm oh, totally okay with this rewriting Jared Leto's Joker. Oh, yes. <laughs> Let's forget about that. I 
had the thought that he would be perfect for the Schumacher verse. That Joker. Batman yeah. Forever, Batman and Robin. He belongs in that yeah. one, right? Yeah. Like he fits perfectly he in that. Yeah, that's just like tattooed, super bright colored, driving a Lamborghini. Yeah. Like he fits perfectly in that universe. Unfortunately, he came out in 2017 or <laughs> came whatever. Out Ten years too late. Yeah, way too late. <laughs> and uh, that's uh, something we all have to live with until Joaquin Phoenix takes over, and that's yeah. what I hope. Um, and that'll be really interesting. But let's talk trailers we saw before trailers. these movies. So I was late for Pet Cemetery, so I didn't see mm-hmm. any of the trailers for that. Okay. But I did see a bunch for Shazamo. Okay. That's what we're calling it, by the way. <laughs> uh, I have always called Shazam Shazamo. I don't know where you've As a been. child? But ever since I started, you know, call, every, ever since I found out about Shazam. The, like this movie? Like in any, particular? In, no, like literally Shazam, like the the character. Okay. I always called him Shazamo. Well, um, that's what we're calling him. So now. I'm always gonna call him Shazamo. Um, so if you're not okay with that, I don't care. So let's talk about <clears throat> the stuff before Shazamo. All right. So the first, so I saw the extended trailer for Detective Pikachu. Oh uh, yeah, me too. I fucking loved it. I know. <laughs> it was. So I good. know. I know. Um, Ryan Reynolds is he does such a good job yeah. and not even just Ryan Reynolds but like even the other characters and even just like the CGI about all the other yeah. Pokemon and stuff like yeah. they look amazing yeah and the Mr. Mime bit hilarious so good and and Pikachu says hell yeah it's yes. great I, I didn't think about it until I saw the extended trailer that of course go down the comedy route with Pokemon oh hell right? yeah yeah oh yeah it makes sense it totally makes sense all these different weird looking animal shits going yeah. crazy with Ludo Kulo behind the fucking bar. Oh my God. It ma- I literally laughed out loud. Yeah. That was hilarious. Just like, it's one of those like aha moments that like were staring you in the face the entire time. <laughs> it's like, don't make it super serious. No, we're, of course It's going to be kind of hard to take this subject seriously. Yes, absolutely. So let's poke fun at it a little bit first and, and then we'll wade worked. into the serious stuff maybe later. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, I mean, we know that there's going to be some serious stuff. There's yes. always, there's always going to be like the bad guy and there's always going to be the reuniting with the father or whatever. But like the part where you're doing some like the heavy, heavy, left heavy, thing. heavy shit, yeah. make it funny. Yeah. Just make it funny. And and him cowering in the corner, Pika, Pika. That's hilarious. I loved him with the, with the caffeine. He was yeah. just like, I can stop whenever I want to. <laughs> yeah. He's like, maybe he faked his death. Maybe someone faked his death. Maybe someone killed him and then faked his death. That part doesn't even make sense. <laughs> uh, hot, Pikachu hopped up on camp. Yeah, yeah. But Who like, doesn't want to see that's, that? That's hilarious. So He can't I do it with no one watching. Super, super, super watching. excited. Super yeah. Excited. What else did we see? Uh, I saw The Sun is Also a Star. <sighs> I can't wait for this movie. So Just kidding. Fuck this movie. Fuck everything it stands for. <laughs> I hate this movie so much. <laughs> Why? Fuck this movie. I hate uh, this, movie. this movie. This is the cheesiest cheese covered in cheese, <laughs> stuffed in a big ball of cheese. <laughs> Buried underground to 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 make the cheese stinkier. That's how you do it. And then that's, you take it out, it. and then you put it you put it in just more cheese, and then you just Stuff put it in a cheese. bag of Doritos, and then you send it off to Nacho space, cheese. where you lands on the moon. And made guess what? It's actually made of cheese. And that's what that this movie is. Fuck this movie because this movie was just. Oh, I got so mad! <laughs> I got so mad! Oh my god! 
The whole trailer is a guy, like the most beautiful people, the two most beautiful people I've ever seen in New York, ever, <laughs> ever, ever. And they're just, it's just, oh, God. The guy's just like, I bet I can make you fall in love with me in one day. And I was just like, bang, bang. That's me shooting myself in the head twice. What did you think? But, uh, you know, if you need help with suicide, make sure you call the two. Yeah, make sure you get help after you watch this trailer because um, I needed it for sure. What did you think of this I, I mean, I just thought it was just another young rom-com kind of movie. Oof. Like, five feet apart. It was another notebook. It was another... Um... But this was like... I don't know. It. All right, so I, I actually thought that this was the rom-com. Not a rom-com. It's more of a Nicholas Spark drama, yeah. or at least that's what it's pretending to be. Yeah. But it's packaged in a way that this generation would just like to consume. <laughs> because <laughs> it's taking place in one day, yeah. right? Well, and, I mean, most of it. Well, most yeah. of the trailer. Sure. But there's, like there's some of the whole concept out. is just like 2019 for all you 2019 people that can't keep uh, still and need like all this stimulus. It's like, I'm going to put this cheesy drama and I'm going to just I'm gonna just shove it in, your, in okay. your face. So for you, for all of you that have not seen this trailer. <laughs> I know. I'm just ranting based, about nothing. It's you based under- on a book by Nicola. A best-selling book. Nicola Yoon, who I'm assuming is an Asian writer uh-huh. because the main character is an Asian man. And, and um, the, the, the love interest is a African-American young lady. And her family is like moving away to California or somewhere that's not New York. And she falls in love with this guy who made her fall in love with him. And then it's the struggle of them trying to what are you continue of? falling in love versus her moving away. So, like, it's like, you know, it's it's a love story for, like you said, for now. It's a love story versus, you know, picking family over love. It's a love story like, I just met you, so I can't obviously choose you over my family, but my family's moving, blah, blah, blah. So there's obviously some, I mean, not some. This entire movie is drama. Um, it's not my cup of tea, but like, but like you said, it's, it's one of those movies that kids today, if they're into whole, like tweens are into love stories, they're going to eat it up. It's not my cup of cheese. So it's not my cup of cheese and let's move on. Please. So the my next one, <laughs> the next one I saw was the secret life of pets too. Yep. Which we're not going to talk about. It was a teaser, I think, or at least I saw a teaser. I saw it was I, a very short there, trailer. There, I saw, I saw a like, um, a couple of character like, like you know how they have those trailers specific to each character. Yeah, mine was the Kevin Hart character. I the little cat. Or yeah, whatever. I, I think I saw. Or that rabbit. One too. I think he's a rabbit. Um, yeah, that, I always saw that one. Uh, so I hate <clears throat> that movie. So we're gonna. Keep up. <laughs> um, then I saw. <laughs> so I'm I'm torn about this one. My Spy. Did you see this trailer? Yeah, I saw this trailer. <laughs> so I think this movie's gonna be funny. I'm not sure if I want to go see it in the theater, but I think this movie is My funny. thoughts exactly. I, if if I'm bored and I don't have anything else to watch and it's on Netflix. <laughs> if, if no other movie is out, yeah. I'll check it out. But, but other than other that, than that no. I'm not going to go see it. We're not a, reviewing it's, it's it on, another this, one, on this podcast. It's, it's, they had another movie like this with... Um, the Rock, the, probably. I mean, yes, The Rock. And then they also had another one, Vin Diesel. John Cena. Oh, the pacifier, the pacifier, Tooth Fairy. Well, I wouldn't say this is more kind of like Tooth Fairy. What about what John Cena do? He probably did one of these, right? Probably. Kindergarten Cop 2. <laughs> John Cena version. Someone uh, did that. So, But this one stars uh, Dave Bautista and little Kristen Schaal, who's yeah. like 14 years old. I think. Kristen Schaal is the... That's not... 
Oh, never mind. That's not the same person. No. She I was a correspondent know. on The Daily Show and not four years old or whatever you said. Chloe Coleman. That's her name. Yeah. Anyway. But yeah, it's a, so it's a little kid, kid teaching a spy or whatever. How to be human. How to be a person. <laughs> that's it. And I'm it. sure there's going to be explosions and... And, yeah. and Del- I chuckled Dave, Dave when, when there was uh, fireworks going on and she looked back and, and he, he like turned her head because you're not supposed to look at the explosions. Yeah. yeah, that that was fun. Like I said, yeah, mild interest. I'm sure it's going to be funny. <laughs> yeah. But I won't see it. He'll fall in love with someone in, her, in the little girl's life and uh, we'll become have, her dad. Yeah, become her dad. <laughs> that's how it works. In that's the real world, the that's why we watch movies. Uh, the next one I saw was Long Shot. Long shot with Charlize Theron and Seth yes, Rogen. I saw it. You saw it before yeah. me, and I saw it now, and it is uh, something I'm interested in watching. It looks funny, yeah. Even yeah. though I hate Seth Rogen uh, <laughs> and his voice and everything he stands for, and I creates. think I think uh, he's great. I actually think Charlize Theron is going to be the reason why I go see this movie, and Seth Rogen will be the reason I go see this movie. I think she did a good job. So we will have an interesting review about it. Yeah, yeah. And then Endgame. I ran out of the theater. <laughs> like a crazy no! person like a crazy uh, person and then after end game there was the hustle who boy i had a lot of previous who boy uh, no i saw the hustle that's why i'm saying who boy oh uh, who boy okay so i absolutely love rebel wilson do you i do i think she's <laughs> hilarious um this movie though is I feel like it's trying to be too many things. It's trying to be like a, a it's, it's, spy. It's, it's trying to be like, like a, spy a heist movie, movie yeah. but also like a teaching someone comedy. how to someone the ropes movie. Yeah. And uh, it's a little bit too much. And yeah. Anne Hathaway is supposed to be British. I'm assuming in this movie, she has a yeah. really awful British accent. Well, <laughs> I'm not a fan of her. I was gonna say it doesn't really matter because people aren't probably gonna listen to her accent. Yeah, I'm not a fan of Anne Hathaway <laughs> and Rebel Wilson's just the same person in every movie. So yeah. I don't ever really have an interest. I mean, in watching I, I have to. I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I laughed. I definitely laughed in this trailer. Why when she, when a she few fell times. or something? Well, no, just the way that I mean, just the way that she is. I think when is she just ordered funny all that me. food, was that funny to you? Well, no, she did that from a. She, I feel like she did that like as a bit from a different movie. She ordered some some stuff from a specific movie. But anyway, I, don't know. Uh, I thought it was funny. I might go see it. I will Whatever. not. But you will let me know how it goes. And then I saw the trailer for the best movie of all the nights. Oh. Dora and the Lost City of Gold. Oh, hola, Dora. <laughs> yup, that's the only Spanish so word it's legit Dora the Explorer. Yeah. Like it's a real live Tomb action. Tomb Raider, Dora the Dora Explorer. Dora the Explorer, Nickelodeon produced live action Dora the Explorer movie with boots and everything well, and Diego and her parents and shit and uh, it doesn't look bad it doesn't and we owe it to uh, <laughs> which is so weird we owe it to our family to go see it and support this I think so I think yeah. I think it's it's really funny how they made her character like a human person yeah and uh, not just someone that blankly uh, stares at you waiting to find the map or yeah. whatever no it's like it's super really cool. Yeah. And I'm a little excited, honestly. Yeah. I think it's going to be really funny. Even All though right. I know it's going to be for kids, obviously. But they're always going to throw those jokes in for adults. Yeah. And uh, I, I'm i excited. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't know. I, I, as soon as it happened and I saw her in like the pink shirt and, you know, the orange shorts, I was just like, what? <laughs> but, it's 2019, David. Yeah, I know. But that's what I was thinking. Diego's was in just, it, David. I was like, when is this movie set? Like, is this like Do you a think Diego's going to get his own movie? I really hope not. He didn't look like the Diego that I wanted. I don't he's, know anything about Diego. He's like, cousin Diego. Diego. And he's just like, wow, you're a lot peppier than I thought. But it was like, 
like the real Diego would be just as peppy, but uh-huh. whatever. Uh, it's not. It's not uh, faithful to source it's not material. Faithful to the source material. <laughs> Uh, but I, I don't know. I think it'd be funny. I'm excited. Yeah. And, uh, Big ha- Dora we fans. We really have to go over these movies real quick. Yes, hurry. Um, you want to just? I'll just run through trailers I saw for Pet Cemetery. Endgame. Uh, got there just as it was starting. And I didn't go in the theater. Nice. Um, You're really avoiding that shit. I am avoiding the shit out of it. It's almost here. I, I don't need to see it. True. Okay. That's very true. Um, scary stories to tell in the dark. Did you see that trailer? <gasps> oh my god. Yes. So we had. So you had these books. For that shit. Your, your your book was in your house. I had all three. And I didn't and like they it. They scared like the them. shit out of me. The the illustrations were horrifying. They were, and they were great. I, you know what I love about the trailer though is that they used the original illustrations as source material to create the, the news, creatures and stuff. Yeah. And stuff. Which I'm super excited for because it's I coming it's to life, sh- just like all of our nightmares. I cannot wait. I saw Ma. We we talked about that. Meh. I saw Annabelle comes home, which is uh, another movie in the Conjuring uh, universe. Uh, I mean, you know, they're gonna keep watching them, so people they're gonna keep pumping them out. I'm not going to go see them. You're probably gonna go see them. Maybe. And I saw <laughs> Rocket Man. Uh, oh, that's and, a weird one. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I was just like, this is a horror movie, right? Yeah. Everything was uh, brand, but on brand, but not anymore. I mean, I'm excited for Rocket Man. Yeah, me too. It's uh, musically delicious. Yep. I don't know why I said that. And so is uh, Darren Egerton. Yeah, oh, as Elton John. <laughs> when he's all bald and stuff. Mm. I'd still do him. Yeah, me too. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Anyway. Let's get into Shazamo, shall yes. we? Yeah. All right. Full spoilers ahead for Shazam. For all of you that didn't hear that, we call it Shazamo. Yeah, I call him Shazamo. But from now on, we will be referring to him as Shazamo again. Shazam time. All right. Shazam time. It stands at ninety-one percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. It Metacritic seventy-three percent. Well. IMDb has it at seven point eight percent or seven point eight out of ten. And. Um, I never Do you thought, agree? <laughs> I never thought this movie was going to be made. <laughs> Period. Period. <laughs> but, David, I liked this movie. Yay! <laughs> this movie was made by DC. And it was and good. And you couldn't tell because I enjoyed it. <laughs> I couldn't tell because I enjoyed it. This movie had something every DC movie of late has been missing. And that's a compelling, a compelling story. And heart. I actually gave Aww. a shit about the characters as opposed to just waiting for shit to happen and being bored most of the time, you know? And it wasn't the same DC crap that we're used to. It wasn't droning on about superheroes Itself. and then seeing yeah. one superhero scene peppered in every other half hour, 45 minutes. I'm looking at you, Batman vs. Superman. Mm-hmm. And it was... Like the, I didn't expect all the drama be, behind uh, Billy's like backstory, yeah. and it really fleshed out his character. Mm-hmm. I know that the source material comes from like the 30s, so <laughs> it's kind of refreshing that they brought it to to, to 2019 yeah. in such a way. Um, they really made him someone that you felt for, yeah, and that you could identify with. Absolutely, you know, because that's exactly what would happen yeah. if you got superpowers. Yeah, and, overnight. and they established a tone like of that character right off the bat, where he just scams yeah. the cops, and he's just he's doing it, but he's doing it to find his mom. Yeah. you know, and and it's you know he's a hero, but he doesn't know he's a hero yet because yeah. you know life has treated him so damn bad, and. 
Then we get introduced to all the characters in the foster home, mm-hmm. and they're all awesome. Yeah. That little girl was hilarious. I <laughs> forget her so name. Cute. She oh was adorable. Goodness. Those glasses. And then Faith, we had Faith Herman. Darla and, in the movie. Darla. And and then we had um his sidekick of the movie, uh, what was his name? David. Freddie. And he was just like the he crack wisest he, he kid. Very crack wise. But he wasn't annoying. At least I it thought, wasn't for me. I he thought it was annoying too. A tiny too? bit. There was a yeah. little bits where he kind of like got a little bit too edgy for me. Like okay. A little bit too. But at the same time, I didn't think it was something that was overboard. But at the, but also at the same time, I didn't think I thought that the character's range of emotions was actually good. Like I compared these kid actors to the kid actors from Dumbo, and these kid actors actually acted. Yeah, I know, right? Versus it's the crazy, Dumbo right? kids who were just doing nothing. Maybe it's just that we went from seeing shitty act kid actors yeah. to seeing good kid actors yeah. that like boosted the other ones. But yeah, I'd agree. And, you know, all the supporting actors in this movie were amazing. Like, even the foster parents yeah, were great. I was going to say, the parents were Perfect fantastic. casting. Oh, yeah. Especially with the, the foster dad. He, I only know him from um, The Walking Dead. Yeah. He, right? <laughs> and he's, he plays that character, that cheery, wise. Big old yeah, fun big dad. Big old oaf who's just yeah. like, he's just like your he's best super friend. super loving. Yeah, he's just, like, he's just like, hey, man, I'm here for you no matter what. And you're just like, <laughs> I just met you, but I believe you. Yeah. You know? And... The villain in this movie was great. Again, they established it perfectly From when you first see him. You're literally, the be first a villain. Scene, yes. Oh my god, it was so good. I mean. We got Lionel Luther from Smallville. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Fuck yeah. As soon as I saw him in the car, I was like, thank you for bringing He's one of the back. guns back. Tom Welling is next. We'll see. But the scene where he goes into the boardroom and just picks his brother Fuck up seven. and throws him out yes. the window. I was like... <laughs> that's what villains do thank you very much we're not seeing Lex Luthor be all Weasley yeah. and shit we're not seeing he legit killed he people he straight up killed his own Murdered. brother <laughs> and then burped up these seven <laughs> horrifying monsters and they just destroyed everyone to the point where his dad was like blathering because yeah. he was so afraid and yeah yeah it was so great because I was in the theater and I had a kid on my left, right? <laughs> and the kid was engaged and he was asking his dad questions. He was very respectful, very yeah. quiet. He was a good dad. And he was like <laughs> answering his questions and stuff. But as soon as that scene hit, oh man, that kid was terrified. <laughs> that kid was horrified. And that's where I think DC can do so much better than Marvel. I think DC has ridden the, the, the dark train so yeah. long that now they have sort of earned this... They can play in both worlds, and that's what I want to see. That's what I want to see, especially in the villains. I want to see horror, crazy That's actually one of the things that actually got me nervous about this movie, because when we saw that scene, when we saw the horrific things that was happening, in my head, I was just like, this is a kid's movie. What the hell is happening? I didn't know how they were going to be able to marry that dark, gritty, awful horribleness with the baby basically bubblegum pop of Shazam. Yeah. And then but it worked. Yeah. They did it. They were able to actually bring this I'm basically a fifteen year old kid. Like that like fear into looking at this guy with his blue eye and it didn't feel fake mm-hmm. and it didn't feel like it was forced. It felt like, yeah, this this bubblegum Shazam guy who can like shoot sparks out of his hands is going to be terrified when he's faced with this, but that's how he's going to grow. Yeah. He's facing his fears and then growing with his family. Yeah. And it worked. And we ha- we got this like big, like Tom Hanks big sort of adventure yeah. <laughs> with with Freddie and and uh Billy just learning how to use yeah. this superpower. And 
It was. I thought like from the trailer, you got the vibe that it was going to be cheesy. Yeah. But when you watched it, it wasn't as cheesy. It was pretty good. Yeah. Like it was just like. Uh, first of all, Billy's the worst fourteen-year-old ever because <laughs> if either of us had that, super super selfish. Yeah. He and he went into the world and he like was no, doing I know, it for money. What I meant was, a good fourteen-year-old knows the shit out of superheroes like like oh uh, yeah like Freddie like Freddie did right and if either Especially of us in that had universe that, exactly where everyone where they're existed, real yeah. right. So if, and I if, loved how Freddie was always wearing a superhero shirt. Yes, that was I great. loved. I that was the that was the one of the best parts of how they brought it into yeah. the into 2019. You had one superhero nerd, but he's not the one with the powers, yeah. and he's showing the kid who has zero interest in superheroes how to use his powers. And we have like this mentor slash just like buddy mm-hmm. relationship blossom on screen, and it's great because and even when that relationship gets broken, like yeah. especially because. Uh, when he said like if I had what you have yeah oh yeah. my god that that hit me yeah he was just like I, I you know you like you wish you were me and he was like of course I fucking do like yeah. I'm in a fucking I mean uh, crutches or whatever and I was just like <laughs> yeah <laughs> like it hurt and yeah. I felt it and I was just like oh yeah yeah like of course that's the whole reason why he's doing all of this because yeah. he's jealous and yeah. like for me that just like opened up this movie to, like even better to a larger scope of superheroes versus humanity and Mm -hmm. then having this one human 14 year old boy get to be able to change into this superhuman just created this entire world and then eventually what happens at the end just brings it all together yeah and i thought it was great i i didn't expect the shazam moment the like the wizard shazam moment to be as good as it was or i thought it was gonna be a lot shorter i i also thought it was not gonna be as solid in terms of just like story <laughs> story and, and making sense yeah. i thought dc was gonna take the usual route and just be like yeah i'm a wizard i'm gonna give you powers <laughs> i don't need to explain myself to you okay kid but they gave it more history yeah. you saw the seven uh thrones uh Those behind them yeah. that are empty and how and you he, even got like there were other kids that went to go see right exactly the wizard and they the, were all turned the down villain was turned down by the wizard that ultimately gives the hero the powers and that's awesome um, the only misstep I would say in terms of the the that part was I wouldn't believe that so many people would have failed that test, <laughs> especially yeah. if you're pure of heart and like whatever like you meet the criteria. Yeah. Like I I get that the one kid was he had a shitty dad and brother mm-hmm. and so he just wanted like he was easily he was, susceptible yeah. to the influence of the seven deadly sins, but. There were, you know, how he did all this research yeah, and found, found so many people, accounts yeah. of people that saw this. I, I would have just cut that a little more. Like maybe a few, yeah. like people got this chance and screwed it up. But yeah, man, and even, uh, and that's even, a really small complaint. Even the reason that Billy got it was because there was no way to like get the evil power anymore. There was like no yeah. test. It was just yeah. like, oh, you found it. Here you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he kind of like stumbled into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sh- I'm not sure, but I'm I'm wondering if we'll get something in a sequel like saying that he wasn't really yeah the chosen heart, one or yeah. pure of heart that he was basically a last resort yeah. and that's why we gave it to you and you shouldn't feel special and he'll feel tortured about yeah. that we'll get stuff maybe but more angst yeah um I really loved uh, Mark Strong he was 
he was great uh, as a as a villain. As a villain, I think. yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, he's he's he always brings it. I feel he always he's brings got, it. He got a second got, chance. He's got Sinestro's that, gone, but he's back. I feel like he has that very kind of like menacing. Yeah, even just like when you look at him. Yeah, he's just, just like, like he's a villain. Yeah, he's like he's gonna do <laughs> like, something. No guys. matter what, he's, he's, he's the, the villain. Yeah, uh, but I really liked how they explained how he got his power and how he was able to be defeated. Yeah, uh, I loved at the end the last fight scene when they they split up so, all the demons. So. I was not expecting the Shazam family to make an Me appearance neither. in this movie. Oh my god! And was... it was a very welcome surprise. Yes, because, absolutely. Because again, and it's just my faith in DC. <laughs> I was like, how are they going to tie this up? This kid is just being the worst yeah. superhero ever. All hands on deck. Yeah, and he fucking gives them all powers, and I'm just like, oh. <laughs> say my name. Yeah, Billy. Billy. No, say the name that I used to turn into this guy. Yeah. See, and I don't even know if it was. I, I, I don't know if it was Zachary Levi or just the writing is different now, but it was, it didn't like those moments that would have felt flat in yeah. any other DC movie were actually hitting. Yeah. Like those jokes were finally <laughs> taken, you know? So that joke made me laugh, yeah. you know, as opposed to before where we'd get like a really bad joke in justice league and just like, Oh <laughs> Jesus. Good God. <laughs> Why? 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 Who thought that was a good idea? But these, this movie had several good jokes, and part of it was performance. Part of it must have yeah. been writing. But like even the the fun they were having as kids, where they would like charge phones mm-hmm. and like they stopped. Dude, I, <laughs> I, I was having so much fun when they were in the store and he gives the gun to the robber. Yeah. He's like, shoot me, shoot me, shoot me. And then the other, and then. It's like, wait a second. Yeah, shoot him in the face. He's like, yeah, shoot me in the face. <laughs> <laughs> and the effects of it yeah. just bouncing off were great too. All, oh man. When he, when, um, when Mark Strong's character picks him up and takes him into the clouds, mm-hmm. I was like, whoop. <laughs> yes, finally! Oh, I want to see all the superhero fighting take place in the clouds, <laughs> in the sky. all the time. Anytime we can do that, and that whole ass kicking scene where yeah. he's and him learning how to fly and all the learning how his power uses powers. Yeah, and stuff. yeah, it was really cool. so great. Uh, all the Shazam moments were great. You know where he jumps off the roof and yeah. says Shazam oh, yeah, when he reconnects with his mom. That oh, was what a, what a bitch! <laughs> oh my god, that was a that was a hard hitting scene too. Yeah, that was yeah yeah and and it and you don't get the you get like a a completed loop of his arc and and his development yeah. into a hero i think with that yeah and before they wouldn't put i guess they wouldn't put so much effort into this but they did in this one and i'm so happy they did because they finally made a good movie <laughs> man i was so happy that this happened um yeah what else can i say about this uh, uh, post credit scenes. I uh, don't know enough to. Uh, so the I didn't do any research I behind did. the caterpillar that I escaped did. the Shazam yeah. layer. So he's tech. His name is Mister Mind. Mm-hmm. He's he's a caterpillar. Cool. He, he was actually bewitched into staying in that form because his real form is too powerful for the world. He's basically oh. one of the people that actually set the seven deadly sins out into the world. Ooh. So that's why he was captured by the wizard, put into that lowly form, and kept as a prisoner. Uh, so now he's out, and he's got a little voice box, and he's going to take, hopefully, Mark Strong and turn him into a human embodiment of one of the seven deadly sins. Which, Whoa. obviously, is going to be Envy, because that's the one that he's 
both mostly embodied and yeah. hopefully that'll be the second version he's gonna go out into the world and create more human versions of the deadly sins they're gonna have to fight the shazam family and that'll be part two very cool which is what i hope anyway very cool uh the I wonder when we're gonna get the black adam movie because that's I'm the hoping, rock i'm hoping he comes in next next movie he comes in as kind of like a a, a secondary anti-hero uh-huh because I think that would be cool. Like we have to fight the seven deadly sins, and then now we have Black Adam. I'm like, oh no! Yeah, um, but then he turns good because yeah. he's the Rock. Because he's and the, the Rock man. can't be bad. Yeah, right. Uh, I mean, we'll see. You think they're just gonna bring back Black Adam like from the dead as evil, and then they like do some magic and take the evil out of him, and he's just like, what's happening? And uh, like, no, I, I, you're I, a good I, guy. I kind of hope they do a little bit better than that. Um, because even as he when he was giving the uh, the powers to billy and he was going through like you know strength of zeus and hercules and wisdom of athena and all that kind of stuff i was hoping that they would like kind of mention or, or say something about like the the you know the will of hades or something uh-huh. and then that could ha- kind of be like how he kind of like gets filled in there but i was it. expecting the post credit scene to be about him yeah. but if they have this in their back pocket you know i trust they them can now. yeah they can kind of like pull it out whenever they want yeah the trump card yeah really good. yeah uh, and then the post post credit scene was just a jab at aquaman yeah. But to be honest, I kind of feel like if they were to have continued this universe, Aquaman and Shazam would probably be like the ones that would get along the best. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They would just be like, woohoo! Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Was like flying awesome. everywhere. Yeah. It's like, can shit. you believe we got superpowers? This is great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what did you think about the Superman cameo we got? I thought it was funny. I thought it was a good way to tie it in. It, we, it, what, it wasn't Henry Cavill because we don't know. We, he's not a Very, very. You can't lie very reminiscent of spider-man homecoming we got like this like aunt may catches him what the f-? And then we get cartoon drawing uh credits do you not do you not see the parallel there i don't remember it too too well too no remember no. like spider-man comes back like to his apartment and he has the spider suit on and he's got doesn't have his mask on oh. and then like they pan over and you see Aunt oh, in the doorway yeah and then they do like the blitzkrieg bop with the like gotcha, drawings yeah. and stuff i was like this is spider-man homecoming yeah. but i didn't mind because mm. we finally got a good movie <laughs> I, I finally got what I wanted, and they're following the Marvel about, like, Universe the uh, formula. You weren't talking about the actual scene. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not like what happened in yeah, the scene, just but like we how got it happened. right. We got a surprise, and then we got hand-drawn yeah. credits to a poppy song. Yeah. So I was just like, they yeah. ripped that I mean, straight <laughs> from Marvel. But I'm not mad about but, it. Yeah, but it works. It works. So yeah, there you go. So do it if uh, you must. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, but again, like. At the end of the movie, even I was questioning, like, as I was watching the credits, I was like, this was a really, like, this was a good movie. It was pretty solid. But then in my head, I was just like, but how is Joker going to be in this universe? How, how is Wonder Woman going to be in this one? Like, it, you know, asking the questions about how they were going to tie it together was where my, started, my brain started to hurt. Yeah. So I was just like, they can't, obviously, they're not, I don't think they're going to make this its own universe. It has to be tied in somehow. Mm-hmm. I just don't know how. Yeah. And that, I think, is where the problem is. Because you have all these different kinds of themes and and feelings for all these different movies and putting them all together just might be too much well if the joker does as well as i want it to i'm not sure if it's going to be rated r or rated pg-13 either way if it does blow our butts off yeah i think who would you put as a batman in that universe though matt damon not Matt damon, matt damon um, for ben sure is gone ben affleck can go take a hike i don't ben care. affleck henry cavill and we also lost uh the flesh all, yeah all three of them are gone I say do away with them. The biggest mistake I think they made in Shazam was keeping that 
continuity or at least the merch yeah or the we saw drawings of aquaman and he looks just like jason momoa yeah. this superman suit we see at the end looks was, just like yeah. the one from man of steel the batarang looks like just yeah. from batman and, and justice league and all that so if they had changed all of those things that would have made the movie that much better because it would have given us hope for a brand new fresh Universe. start and we could have gotten it but now since all that's in there it's probably going to be really hard to like yeah. totally ignore the fact that we were all looking yeah. at the same thing and not talk about it. But I'm fine if they do. I'm totally fine if they do, do away with all of the old stuff and we just have that just one Shazam movie that has weird stuff <laughs> in it and we're just like, we don't talk about that. <laughs> and we start brand new. And I think that Shazam could uh, coexist with the Joker if the Joker does great because Gotham and I, I forget which city he's in. New York or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> not New York. That those cities are completely uh, not attached. So that could have been happening while the Joker was happening. Oh, no, it wasn't New York. It was what, Philly. Oh, you're right. It wasn't Philly. Yeah. When, they, they destroy that statue. They do the Rocky Steps. What yeah, that's are we, right. Stupid. Come on. Come on, guys. Uh, but yeah. But yeah. But yeah. How many Lionel Luthers out of 10 do you give this? Uh, How many Smallville Lionel Luthers do you give out of 10? <laughs> you gotta be specific. The Smallville ones, yeah. Uh, definitely an 8. 8 out of 10 uh, Smallville Lionel Luthers. Um, I thought that the movie did a good job. I, it was entertaining. Uh, the character development wasn't terrible. And it had a story. And it was it was cool. All the, all the hero stuff. They didn't shy away from the hero stuff, which is what I'm usually used to. Is like, you know, most of the time you have the person or the, the main character like acting like a human or doing human things yeah. and then very rarely being this over-the-top crazy superhero. But it was the reverse in this one. He wanted to be in the Shazam mode all the time. He was you know, in the streets shooting lightning from his hands and like being lightning super guy hands. and like, you know, your phone's charged, your phone's charged and beating up bad guys. Like he... Putting it on YouTube, doing yeah, kid things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and, and that's exactly how I think I would do superhero <laughs> Like I would totally like play it up. Um, yeah. And I, I loved the whole dynamic between him and Freddy, Freddy being super jealous, but then at the end gaining the power uh, and kind of just like always flying. I, uh -huh. I thought that was really, or was really a cool part of his character. Yeah. Uh, what did you think about them possibly giving us the first DC queer superhero? In the form of who? Pedro, uh, the big the big Latin kid. Yeah. He's queer? Well, so it's it's obviously not a thing. Like really, they didn't say it explicitly. But when they, uh, when he brings him back from the cave, they go into the uh, the strip club, and he exits. He's the one that says, "Eh, not my thing." Oh, I totally blew past that because yeah. I was like, "What are the kids gonna do now?" <laughs> uh, cool. Yeah. Why not? And also, the superhero version of him, like the Shazam version of him, is yeah. super hot. Well, I mean, he was a handsome man, yes. Oh my God. They all are, actually. Yes, they are very Except very for the other two that were women, were very beautiful women. Very beautiful women. Megan Good. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought yeah. I thought that was really cool, really fun, how they did all that. Uh, yes. Eight out of ten. Cool. How uh, many... Uh, how many... How many... Um, how many how many high speed trains out of ten do you give this? What there were trains in this movie? He was on the subway. That's how he got to this cave the All first right. time. I give this movie <laughs> Oh yeah. The one train. I would I would give this movie um I'm gonna give this movie eight high speed trains out of ten. The highest I've ever given a DC movie <laughs> in this universe at least. And um yeah, it was fun and unexpected fun. 
we got a great villain who wasn't killed off, so we're going to see him again. Mm -hmm. Something that Marvel does too much. Does too much, and um, I think they're going to. They don't. They're not going to after um, Infinity War. At least Thanos is going to die. But you know, after this, I feel like they're going to start keeping him around because they got that pull, son. But this movie was unexpectedly great, fun. We got to see uh, this sort of buddy dynamic. We got to see all of this brand new lore introduced in a digestible and fun way. You got to actually care about characters in the movie, which is refreshing. And this movie felt like it created more of a universe than any of the other movies like Man of Steel, which is Superman or Wonder Woman or Justice League. And I'm excited to see more of it, which is all brand new to me. So, yeah. yeah I feel like we've, we're, we're, like, we're kicking I it we're, into gear. Yeah, I with feel like this. They're, they're coming up on an upward track because Aquaman wasn't terrible. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't good. This one was good. Yes. So, we're hoping that the next one that comes out is like a little bit better than good. Yeah, we're picking so up momentum. Let's yeah, keep this going. Yeah, I hope that we keep next it going. Next one's Joker, so that momentum's just going to keep building, and we just got to keep, no, keep going. No, next one is Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman. Yeah. Wait, when does Joker come out? Next year? Did it oh, say 2019? No, it's 2020. Remember. I don't remember. Me neither. Uh, um, but Wonder either way, I'm Wonder still Woman is still excited. great, so. Yeah. They, they have a cool universe, and they have a cool superhero, and they have a cool cast. Yeah. So I'm excited for it. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen you know anything from it though. No no teasers, no trailers yet. Yeah, which is why I thought that Joker was going to come out yeah. first. But whatever, we'll Interesting. see. Yeah. Uh yeah, and then you know, yeah, good. All right. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, cool, cool. so we have to really talk quickly about this one. Because good because there's not much to talk about. There really no. isn't. If you've seen Pet Cemetery, you done it. You've seen Pet Cemetery. Pet Cemetery um, came out thirty years ago. Okay. We were not born. Okay? It was a great movie. I don't remember anything it about it. Okay. Terrified me. It was but really this good. movie. This, this movie, movie here Pet that we saw the same Pet Cemetery. Okay, but this movie, this movie was chock full of great actors who were doing the shit out of their roles, but were given nothing to nothing work with. Nothing to work with. Everyone was knocking Super it out of the park. Hollow. Super I hollow. Felt. It was. Super hollow. It was a return to Stephen King movies, at least in my opinion. Yeah, they were. They, we got this TV movie quality, but with like big name but actors, big budget. big budget, big name actors. The setting didn't change much. No. And everyone was just this sort of like person where that supernatural things were happening yeah. to, you know? And trying to just deal with it. Yeah. And like everyone acted the shit out of it. We had some really serious themes in losing a child. Oh my God. Right? Yeah. So that's like really fucked up. Yeah. Super. Definitely super but the, like tense. Where the, where the story falls apart is your main character is this logical doctor yeah. who, who like drives the point home his logic that he's doesn't believe in the, the a, an afterlife and stuff but is so easily manipulated or talked into bringing a cat back to life <laughs> and okay. then his daughter if i move into a new home and my creepy old neighbor that looks like john lithgow is like <laughs> i know a place that has uh that has an energy mystical and property gotta, gotta bear that kind of now now go up these That's stairs a big that one. Were but no carved into a mountain yeah. No. (laughs) Okay. First of all, if I move into a town and people in that town bury their pets in in the woods near my house, near my house, bye. My property. (laughs) Guess what? 
Pets are gone. I'm putting a shed there. I don't know. Pets are gone. Get the cemetery out of here. If I see one kid with a mask on and it's not Halloween, shooting him. I'm shooting him in the face. <laughs> Trespassing. Not on my property. Not at so, all. So when their cat dies and he his this logical doctor's first instinct is to go bury it in the pet cemetery just because it's tradition. Yeah, well, sure. Let's I'd be like, that. I'm not from here. I'm gonna bury it in my backyard <laughs> because I own 50 acres of land <laughs> and I don't want to do it in the creepy How about land. You burn it. Yeah. Cremate it. Yeah. Then you sprinkle it in the backyard. Let's say let's say that this man is so polite and so respectful that he humors John Lithgow's character and goes to the pet cemetery yeah. to bury the cat and then your creepy neighbor's just like you know what I got a better place I'm just gonna climb Let's, this creeper yeah. bam and then we gotta soon, go into as soon as you go you see that entire like wall of just broken wood never it's like first of all never would how'd you that get ever, there never would what's you John Lithgow's character Judd Judd hey Judd uh, why is that wall of trees there as a guy as a cave still yeah okay okay yeah Bye. let's not go there let's not do it <laughs> just like, uh, then they fucking climb so over it and they're in Vormir and they like bury it <laughs> in Vormir in, on the top of a mountain that and overlooks then, the entire like there are like, so city. many there's so many red flags for this logical <laughs> doctor that he just blows past yeah. and like the last straw would have been Judd being like you gotta bury it yeah. The, that's one of the magic that's words. One of the, that's I'd one be of like, the rules. Yeah, and I'd be like, like I'd be this. like, hold on, you there are rules. <laughs> what rules? You did not tell me of this. What are we doing here, Judd? What's <laughs> why did, happening? Why Judd? did you bring me here? Yeah. Why am I here? And then Judd's reasoning for it is just like I just that like if you were gonna go down the same route, at least we needed to see more of this little girl touching Judd's heart. Yeah, you know, to 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 really feel that Judd was doing this because of her, her happiness. Yeah, yeah. Then like maybe, then maybe, and if they developed the relationship more with Judd, and they, they were just like he's not just the neighbor, like yeah. he becomes a family friend. Yeah. He maybe sees her grow up a little bit. We yeah. can have like don't, two year laps. Yeah, I was gonna say Something. don't don't make it like a couple weeks or a right. month. Make right. it like years. Yeah, yeah, we could have done this better. That would have been fine. Why don't we do this? It would have made more sense. Right, and then maybe we could have bought the fact that Judd could talk this logical yeah. doctor that just moved in to. Do this supernatural yeah. act? Yeah, because you, you, like you could see that like every day she's like looking for his cat and she's like trying to like call him home and then she's like yeah. super depressed that the cat's not fucking yeah. back, whatever. And then he's judged just like you know what I can't keep seeing your daughter super sad. And I'm that's tell and you that's about something. even more of an opportunity to build suspense because of the kids doing creepy shit already and they, they <laughs> no no one's been brought back to life. We already got like a spooky time yeah. on our hands. And so when the spooky stuff starts happening, then we're just like, oh, shit. But, but yeah, but I, I loved how the spooky stuff started happening. Once she broke the barrier, yeah. I thought that, like, that I, I loved how that kind of, like, spiraled everything out of control. Uh-huh. I loved the visions that he was having of that guy. Yeah, very cool. I loved the vision that the wife was having of the sister. Holy That felt shit. tacked on. What? Oh, yeah. that, like, freaked so, me out. So that that whole arc, that that piece they gave her as a character I felt was so out of place that it felt like another Stephen King movie they were like shoehorning into this (laughs) one put this one one in there too it'll be scary like Stephen King wrote a short story and there's like put it in this movie I don't give a shit and then (laughs) like like why did we I, need that? It but, served like zero purpose. Oh uh, no, it did. I it don't creep, think it creeped the mom out, sure, but like we didn't like see the dad or the daughter interact with that like at all. Ghost or spirit or whatever. Well, no, you, so you'd so say. the father was losing his mind because he was envisioning this guy and they needed a way for the mother to lose her mind so they were doing her sister. I thought that felt 
cohesive to yeah, me. Yeah, I guess. But in turn, I don't know how the how the ghosts work. I don't know how they operate. <laughs> they, well, they know your deepest, darkest fear, and they use it. To, but it seems uh, like it seems cheap because it, this is this is something she was struggling with as a kid too. Yeah. Because she she mentioned that she would hear her sister, sister after yeah, she, she died, died right because she so, always felt guilty so like at she one point death. right but yeah but like they didn't even harp on that enough like no, it was it was literally just mentioned it was literally over. like a trauma that came out of nowhere yeah. like we were dealing with the it dad like a half hour into the right movie. we were dealing with the dad and like we saw the whole scene where he tries to bring that person yeah. back to life and it doesn't work and then we just get her like like he just starts talking about death and how we have to explain death to our daughter yeah. and then she's just like when I was a little girl and then we just have like this random ass story Awful, that, scary flashback and it's fine that like it's a random ass story but but we kept it like we held yeah. on to it and, and yeah and it recurs. for I think way too long it like recurs. we were just like what are we doing here like why I feel like which it, is it, the ghost it would it would be more it, I think it would have been it could have worked a little bit better if you also had her kind of descending into insanity as much as he was. Yeah. Because he kept, like, falling asleep, quote-unquote, but then waking up and his feet were dirty, whatever. Mm -hmm. If we saw her do that a couple times, maybe, or just even just once to kind of, like, keep the theme going, like, she was... Or even if she, like, woke up or whatever or saw something. I love the scene where she heard it in the walls and opened the bathroom mirror. That was creepy. And her sister fell. Yeah. Like, I thought that was a really good way to keep it going and bring it into the story. I liked how... The rules, like I'm even with scary movies, you know how I'm all about if they set up a specific set of rules, then they keep it and yeah. they keep it going. It makes sense to me. I liked that set of rules. They 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 said the barrier was broken. The spirits are coming out and they're gonna fuck you up because they know the things that make you feel the worst and they're gonna like use it and twist it. And it's exactly what happened with the daughter. The daughter knew that he was like in love with his daughter and obviously loved him so she he was kind of playing it up and then she knew that the mother didn't care for her so she was like fuck it i'm gonna kill her yeah and what happened to judd i thought was kind of i mean i know that it happened in the original which i thought was really cool and that I, was, it was super a, violent it was, an, it was a nice homage but yeah but i was just like all right that's a little bit too much but okay yeah um i mean that was that was probably the one of the moments that scared me most or like creeped me out most was just seeing a little kid stab the shit yeah, out of a yeah. man <laughs> just with like, like a, a, a fucking own. scalpel yeah Ooh. yeah Ooh. but just thinking about with all that said in. the scariest part the scary the scariest i got the most scared i yeah. got in this movie i swear to god i thought i lost my wallet for like two <laughs> minutes and I like couldn't find it. Looked under my seat, didn't see it, and Ooh. I ran to the concession stand to like ask them for it. So I missed like a minute of the movie. But then I came back and it was under my seat the whole time. <laughs> and I was just like, oh. And then I realized like, oh, that was the most scared I've been yeah. while sitting yeah, there watching this, this scary yeah, this, movie. This movie, I don't think it was very scary. It had yeah. a few jump scares that really kind of like were good. That mirror one was the that best mirror one. one was the best one. Uh, and it was it, it was all super like creepy and eerie, and you know, obviously it was very like you know, nature versus yeah. man and stuff, which was great. But uh, I enjoyed the original better. I thought this one was a little bit slow. Uh, I didn't really find it like super boring, but there were a couple of parts that were kind of just like, all right, like let's get let's get back to the story. Yeah. Um, when the daughter gets hit by the truck, she would have been everywhere. Yeah, she would have been a. She would have been she underneath. Been... It would have been all like. Yeah. No, she would not have. Served, like there was no way her body would. Smithereens. Be all, yeah. Uh, and also, 
don't fucking live on a street that's gonna kill people like that. What the hell? Why are trucks allowed to go 200 miles an Seriously, hour? Seriously, <laughs> like there needs to be a lot of speed bumps, like signs that say children playing or whatever. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. Um, what do you think about the end? Uh, I mean, the end was it, it was uh, it was extreme, but I didn't feel like it, it was a cheat. You know, whenever a movie gives you an ending that's technically mm-hmm. horrible. You know, yeah. no, no one wins. They're gonna take that baby, kill, kill it, him, and bury, bury him. It. Yep. Right? We all know what's gonna happen. But poor Gage. But like the movie wasn't great, so it didn't. If the movie had been compelling, yeah. if you had felt for these characters, if you like actually gone on a cinematic adventure with them, mm-hmm. then that ending would have been like, holy shit! Yeah. This ended on a dark note. Yeah. There was like no redemption for this family at all. Then it would have been a good ending, but it was just a like a horrible ending for a bad movie. Yeah. So it was like I was tricked. <laughs> I was tricked. Damn you, Stephen. Um, Stephen, Mr. King. Forgot to go over this at the top, but Rotten Tomatoes has it at 61%. Metacritic, 58%. IMDb has it at 6.3. Um, Shazam was better. Look at that. Yeah, who would have thought? Um I, I I didn't. <laughs> I went into this thinking that this was going to be the better movie. How many um, how many non-existent spinal uh, diseases out of ten <laughs> do you give this? Uh, this this one's getting a six non-existent spinal diseases out of ten. Um, the the few jump scares and just like the overall tone, I thought was very Stephen King. It was fine, uh, but it didn't give me enough. I it wasn't. One of it was from especially from the original being one of my like original OG scary movies that actually like messed me up. This was very disappointing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, if you enjoy Stephen King movies, this one I think could be watched at home. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. How many uh, roofied um, John Lithgow's? <laughs> how many roofied John Lithgow's out of ten do you give? I give this five roofied John Lithgow's out of ten. This movie, don't go see it in theaters. This is a TV movie. Don't be uh, fooled. Don't be fooled, yeah. This is TV movie quality with great actors who do a great job. Which I, I don't understand why. Like, they what? they really had the opportunity to, to make, make it great. this great. I, I, don't, I don't understand and why after the success of it, you would, you would turn you would, to this. Yeah, you would turn to that. Like, you were like, just like, you know, you ha- you were riding high. Like, no one on the... And it- even, like, second part is like, we're, co- we're stoked for it. We're coming. Like, yeah. this, is, this is, you know, kind of like episode... Like, this is like the in-between be- between those two parts. Yeah, like, the it people didn't read this or, like, visit Look the shoot over, and were just yeah. like, hey, this what are you weird. doing? Yeah. This is not what we did before. Yeah. And I don't know if they were just like, oh, we got John Lithgow. We're good. <laughs> because it, if like as soon as I saw John Lithgow was in this movie, I was like, oh, this movie, He's they, a good actor. they did it. Now they got John. Jason, this movie's going to be amazing. Jason Clark's Jason Clark's very good actor. Great. The, the mom was great, too. Amy. Amy was Amy great. Smith was really good. Yeah. And uh, so you have like these and even, great... I, again, even the kids in this movie were better than the kids in Dumbo. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they were giving it their all. And I loved Ellie. Her Ellie name, was great. Her real name is Jate Lawrence. Mm-hmm. She she did she was amazing as a little girl. She was great, and as, as a, a demon, demon girl, girl, she was even better. Yeah, I just like the creepiness and everything. Even when she oh my gosh, when she was talking over John Lithgow and she like turned her face into John Lithgow's ex wife. Oh my god, that was so great. What about when she was dancing in the living room and, and then the like fucking everything and just up, just fucking shit up? That was good like, too. Oh, if my daughter does that. 
kick straight in the chest. <laughs> Getting kicked what in the chest. <laughs> and then I'm going to be like, don't make me do it again. And Because your ribs are broken. Because I will kill you <laughs> again. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it was disappointing. If you like scary yeah. movies, this wasn't the one to go see. Go watch Annabelle Comes Home. Just kidding. <laughs> I will let you know <laughs> how that one is probably. Ew. Actually, I haven't seen the, I didn't see the last one, The Nun. Oh no! Yeah, I know. Let me spoil it for you. There's a nun. <laughs> it's scary. The nun is, is creepy though? and scary, I and mean, then uh, one person survives at the end or whatever. Probably the end. It was set in like the '60s or something like that, right? Fuck so it's like, who cares? All right, we are way over time. Yes, we are. If you enjoyed this episode, um, thanks. Uh, we tried real hard. Um, <laughs> we did the um, thing. You want to reach out to us? You want to shoot us an email? We're at relatively subjective at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at RelSubPod. We're on Facebook and Instagram at Relatively Subjective. Next week, we have two movies we could possibly watch. Hellboy and... Missing Link. Missing Link. Or Little. No. (laughs) No. No, not Little. No. Uh, So yeah, Hellboy or Missing Link. We'll... um... I don't know, we'll see. Do another double feature. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, How I mean, bad do you want to see both of these I'm, movies? I would rather see Missing Link. Than the most compelling thing to me about Hellboy is that it's rated R. So I want to see Hellboy be rated R. All right. But I mean, I'm know, down. I'm down to see both. We'll discuss it. We'll get back to you. Yeah. Until, and then, and then, what do we have after then. that? We have, oh, I don't know. No, after that is. I don't think. No, after that, that is nothing. Ooh, so we get to the topic episode? Uh, oh wait, no, I lied. After that is La Llorona. Oh. And then, end game. Oof. What's the theme song? Yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah, I was right. I was thinking about doing another Marvel Universe marathon review review marathon. Okay, but we I don't that. know if we can do, do that you want, again. Uh, do you want to do like all the movies that came out after that one to to this one? Yeah, I guess so. You could. A few of them probably came out, right? Yeah. Since Infinity War. Well, we probably reviewed those already. Yeah. Anyway, we'll think about it. <laughs> we got a few weeks. Yeah, we got a couple weeks. Um, um, until um, next time, may all your Shazam Pets Cemetery... I didn't put any thought into that one. <laughs> may all your cemeteries be pets Shazam! May all your Shazam Pets... No, I said the same thing. <laughs> uh, may all your... Sh- no. May all your... Shazam Cemetery. Shazam Cemetery's pets. Mm. <laughs> Bye. Bye.